Hey guys, it's Kelly and Sheridan. Hello. <laughs> and thank you for listening to It Is That Hard. Um, last week we talked about we have some big changes going on in our lives. Both of us have gotten new jobs. So that's what we're going to focus on this episode is talking about jobs and the world of workforce and how much we hate it. But <laughs> Jobs are hard. Yes. Everyone everyone knows that. Even jobs you like are hard. I think you can tell by every time we start, we're like, <laughs> yeah, this week was, <laughs> that was literally just work every week. So hopefully right. now since we have new jobs. I know. <laughs> Ready to not say that. But this week was, before we dive into that, because there's, that's our whole episode. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, this week was a little hard on working out. Actually, it was like hard and not hard. I did run three times this week. See, motivation. If it you, got you going. I know, it did. Because we talked about motivation last week and I was like, God, I'm lazy. I gotta like get over this. I so. went on one walk. That's good. <laughs> One is better than none, but I did, uh, I got up and ran, you know, like my kind of running, which isn't really running. It's like kind of plodding slow along walk, slow and, then I, run, walk. and I walk. Yeah. But I went a few times and I did sign up to go to my orange theory class to try it, see how it is with the mask and see if I want to, want to stay with it. But as I suspected, the classes were all full, which is what I told them when I canceled. I was like, you guys went down to half as many classes with half as many people, which is fine. That's what you needed to do. But like, I can't get into a class. I can't come in the middle of the day. And they were like, no, no, just sign up. People drop the classes. So like, we never end up having a full class. Well, I can tell you that they had two full classes last week (laughs) because the two that I signed up for, I never got off the waiting list. Uh, So Orange Theory, you lied. It's okay. (laughs) It is that hard to schedule all that. I can't even imagine. Especially during pandemic. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine, but we'll see. I am signed up for a class this week. uh, And this week, will not be that hard I'm excited I'm on this week. vacation <laughs> and you're about to be on vacation yeah, Monday is my official last day which I really don't have that much to do anyway so it's sort of slow days right now um but then next week I'm excited to I need to get like a manicure and pedicure I just yes. got my hair cut like I'm just ready to clean my house do all the spring cleaning we've been talking about i know kelly and i are like new people over here <laughs> you guys are like wow you guys are cheery i know you sound happy today <laughs> yeah hopefully that lasts but well it's a you, beautiful day too though. it is gorgeous out today it's saturday it's like perfect kind of weather because it's been cold all week too yeah was there anything hard for you this week kelly um i think just generally for work, trying to get everything together for the yeah. last, you know, all that is so hard because I feel bad leaving everything to our coworkers who we're all really close with right? in general. So we have to leave everything to them and getting people on board with things that are projects that you specifically are focused on. Yeah. And it, all of that is so hard and just emotionally it's hard. Cause I, I like literally when I put in my two weeks, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I, know. I say I'm sorry to everything, but I just felt bad in general. <laughs> But we're going to talk more about that. What about you? What did you say was that hard besides getting into an Orange Theory class? <laughs> that that was it. I mean, we're going to talk more about work. So that's pretty much that. That's pretty much been my life the past year and a half. Yeah. It's just been so busy. So, uh, um, oh, I also had a cleaning person come. Ooh, that was not that hard. <laughs> that was amazing. You got your spring cleaning going. Yes. Shout out to our listener and friend Melissa for hooking me up with an awesome person. Um, I struggle with feeling too bougie to 
spend money on someone coming to clean our it's house. It's worth it every like, once in a while. It is. And that's kind of my my approach to it is like, we don't, I mean, our house is small. It's just me and my husband and our dog. Like, it's really not that much to keep up on. But like once or twice a year, I definitely find it. I think it's a good house investment because they clean stuff that I just don't clean as well. Mm -hmm. And if you clean that stuff more regularly, I'm going to say that that makes the house better. Maybe it does, but uh, probably that was kind of like my treat to myself because like, you know, leaving a job, we lose a lot of PTO. So like I'm going to well, not have as paid much out time on, off, but yeah. I get paid out for that. So I'm like, all right, that's kind of like a little bonus that I'm going to spend on making my week off in between work a little easier. So now I'm not like I can focus on bigger projects in <laughs> the house. I'm going to pay off my insurance for the year. <laughs> so I don't have to pay that monthly. That's what I'm going to do with my extra money. That and save the rest for when I have to owe on taxes because thanks to our previous president wiping out the student loan forgiveness stuff, yeah. I always owe on taxes now. Thank you very much. So yeah, yes. yeah, we did our taxes this week, but also pay for uh, an accountant because yeah, I'm not mine's doing with that. my account. I don't. He has all that <laughs> stuff. I don't know what's going on. But that was not that hard. Okay. Shout well, out to Doug. <laughs> our taxes. Our taxes this week. Oh my god. Our topic this week. <laughs> are working from home, applying for jobs, and quitting or leaving a job. Because obviously we've just had to do all of that stuff. All of the things. Um, <laughs> but we can start chatting about working from home. I mean, we've been working from home for the last year. However, the company that we're leaving is extremely traditional, and that is not something that they were excited about us doing, familiar with, yeah. a total change. But our, our team, so we, you know, we work in social media marketing. Um, so our jobs necessarily were remote. <laughs> like We can do our jobs anywhere. I mean, right. So for our team, it wasn't that big of a shift. But for the rest of the company, I mean, I guess I, I didn't even think about how big of a change that would have been for like much of the corporate office where we work because a lot of people like didn't have laptops. I was going to say, oh, we had laptops. We were lucky. So we were able of... to just like go home and start working, which was good because we worked in healthcare also and it's social media and it was a pandemic. So things <laughs> were a little busy. When yes, we had started. a lot to do. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Um, but yeah, like that part logistically was not that hard for us in particular, but I'm sure for plenty of our listeners and for plenty of other people who did have to like make a really sudden switch to work. And especially when you have a desktop and you have to bring that whole thing home and it's the company's property and you're like, yeah. I don't want to mess it up. And yeah, I may have it. heard stories of people busting their screens yeah. on the yep. drive home. Same, same. <laughs> um, wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. I mean, those logistic things are a whole thing. And I remember when we first got sent home, like we are recording in my office. So when you see pictures of our recording studio, that's my current office. But I didn't have this set up very well and didn't even know what to do. And things were so busy that first week of just like figuring out what the hell was going on. Yeah. I was sitting out at my dining room table and I'm sure that's where a lot of people do. I don't even work. have an office. I yeah. mean, like this whole last year, I just sat on the couch or sat at my kitchen island, which sucks because like the yeah. island has the back. So my knees just keep hitting it. And the uh, couch is just, while the couch ergonomic. is comfortable. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, I can tell that my body hurts from sitting on the couch for the last year. I don't know how you've been doing that for the whole time because like a week- I, And honestly sit on the floor half the time. Yeah, a week <laughs> at my dining room table, which isn't terrible, but it's still not like ideal. I was in, I was hurting. Yeah. And my I was going to hurt a lot. crazy from being in the same room because our dining room and like, it's a small house. The dining room and living room are like next to and open to each other. So like, 
I would log off and walk like five feet and be on my couch and be like, okay, so this is my relaxing I honestly now. need a new couch now because I've been sitting on it for a year <laughs> straight. Like, I'm not even joking because I would like get done work, shut my laptop and just like look up the TV. Like, that's how like, when I say I'm extremely lazy, like <laughs> I might have like 500 steps a day when you uh... should have like 10,000. I wake up, go downstairs, at the beginning of the pandemic, I would literally just fall asleep on the couch again for a couple hours. And you're like, you're like those memes. Yeah, like literally, <laughs> that is me. Like you'll see those TikToks, people like joking around. That's what they do. No, that's really what I did. Like, <laughs> and it's just hard. Eventually, like Jeff, when he was starting to move in, and I knew he was going to, he also was working from home, but he had a double monitor. So I was like, he needs right, the desk. He needed like, the space. while I have a laptop, I can do it anywhere. He needed the space. So. I set up a desk and I worked up there until he came. Mm -hmm. But once he came, I was like, well, back downstairs. You're so nice because this office, like my husband had been using it for, sometimes he worked from home and he's also in grad school. Um, and so I kicked him out yeah. <laughs> of yeah. the desk. We have another table in here, um, but the nicer, bigger desk I, I kind of claimed and he's reminded me of that yeah, a few well, times. But I'm home every day. He's only home like one or two days a week. Yeah. So we're still getting it figured out. Yeah. But. No, well, I mean, my new job is full work from home. So I was like, yeah, you got like, to figure something yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, I need a desk. So we're going to be and my guest bedroom is tiny. It has yeah. a full bed, a desk, a bedside table now another desk so we're literally working back to back yeah. like we are Isn't that so romantic close. which is like <laughs> we worked together before we met at our first like we yeah. met at work so like it's not like it's hard but like for meetings and stuff like it's that oh, i don't it's hard it, when it's yeah like room. i don't know what we're gonna do we're gonna have to like try to make some adjustments and i don't mm -hmm. know what equipment i have for my new job yet so I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like. It, I know. I'm in that limbo, too, of waiting to see, like, what yeah. I will have because I really want to set up new stuff. Like, it'll be a different setup than what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and, and we have Max now, and I am 99% sure I'm going to have a PC. I know, which I'm I don't so know sad. how to use PCs. <laughs> I haven't used one since we worked at Haibu five years ago. I know. I'm so... I'm I'm definitely getting a PC as well, and I'm really bummed about it. Yeah. Um, because I switched everything to Mac when I got the job with that we're leaving right now. Um, because I was working on a Mac at work, and I kind of needed a new laptop. So yeah. I was like, I might as well. I was doing everything backwards because there's a few like buttons on yep. the computer that are backwards. I've um, always had Macs. So like yeah. in high school, or my high school had a grant. So we had Mac laptops Jeez, in high school. That's nice. Yeah, we've always had Macs. I went to college and in the communications department, because it was like um, journalism and graphic design, they had Macs. Mm -hmm. And I've just always had Mac laptops. And then when I when I went to our old job, Hi Boo, I was I was like, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck to do with this computer. Because <laughs> it was a PC and I was like, I don't know what to do. Well, and then going to our current job, I was like, Yes, they have Macs again. And now I'm going back to PC and I'm like, ah. You're a smart woman, I, Kelly. I'm I'll sure you'll have to figure, figure it out. out. But Macs are so much easier. I they I know I, they're expensive, but they they are pretty legit. Um, so you had mentioned like having to figure out meetings at home. Can I ask like why are there so many more meetings since we've been working from home? Like I'm on meetings all the time. No, I don't know if it's because like people you, think we're not working, but they yes, and they also <laughs> think like. I feel like they thought they walked over to our desks a lot more often to discuss things. And I'm like, yeah, they didn't. Like, no. I don't I, I don't know why things can't just be emails. 
Like, I know. I, oh there's my so gosh. many times I was on a call and I'm like, first of all, why am I on this call? Second of all, you could have just emailed and wrote that out. And I don't know if it's because of boomers and they <laughs> can't not figure, only boomers that do this. They can't figure <laughs> things out on them by themselves. You know, like that, that is definitely a problem for some people. My, I, my husband's coworkers are not as tech savvy. They haven't had to work from home. Like, so it's very different for them. Yeah. So they have a lot of calls and meetings because like they need to talk things through and like my husband does not. Like yeah. so that's his frustration. Mine like when I talk to people I'm like I we're just saying we're just like talking to talk. Like yeah. nothing is actually getting accomplished from this and it's really hard people get like sensitive about that when you're like when you say this meeting was stupid. Why yeah. did you schedule it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. And we also, um, luckily, like, we're leaving, but our current company sent out an email saying, like, working from home and your dress code. Like, oh, I, yeah. They gave us can a you business, tell me how to dress at home? Business casual for your Zoom meeting. And you should always be on camera and you should be dressed business casual. Yeah. I don't, sometimes I don't change on my pajamas until four o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon. Like, that, Sheridan asked me, she was like, why do you always have an orange shirt on? I'm like, because I sleep in it and I come downstairs and work. <laughs> Now I do keep, I, I have my pink Zoom blazer at my <laughs> chair all the time. I've actually, so I have kept a pretty good schedule through this whole thing. Like I did want to make sure I kind of stayed on that. Since Tom does go into the office a few days a week, that's obviously helped. Mm -hmm. um, but I still get up at relatively the same time. I just have like a little bit more flexibility in the morning. So like normally I would like bring my breakfast like to the office and I would like get there and I would sit down and yeah. eat it. Now I eat it before I like start working. So yeah. that, that's like really the only difference in like my schedule, except that like things have just been like stupid fucking busy for the past year. So I've stopped, although my morning schedule is still good. I've all but stopped taking breaks in the middle of the day. Like I barely take a lunch break. I mostly eat at my desk. Like, well, it, and I mean for us, and when we were in the office, like our coworkers are so close that we would just go over and like talk for like a good half yeah. hour and like no everyone would sort of take a break at the same time or go on a walk or we all go out to lunch I, together. I went on walks all the time at our old office. I would go mm -hmm. once or even twice a day and do like a mile loop. And I tried to really stick to that in the beginning and I did, but just like things just got busy and I just let it, let it fall to the wayside. And, yeah. You know, I think I tried to keep similar schedule. I mean, I'm still on by the same time and stuff like that. I think yeah. I sleep a little later because obviously I don't have to drive to work. Not right. that it's far to begin with. Not but having to drive to work is awesome. It's so nice. <laughs> I bought my car last June and I just, I, I'm like at like four, 4,800 miles. I don't even have 5,000 miles on it. And I, it's been a year. Wow. Is that a lot or not? I don't no. look at those. It's things. usually if you if you get a lease, it's usually like a ten thousand mile a year lease. Okay. So like I well, am. You need to go on a road trip. Then. I am so Rack far up some under, miles, man. So far under, like my car. I'm gonna have my car for like forty years, honestly. Yeah. And I mean it. It's a Forester, so they last long to begin with. So yeah, I'm just gonna have this thing forever. I you know working from home is hard in some ways, but like I love it. It's so Same. it's better for the environment. The fact that I can <laughs> do my dishes, do my laundry, just straighten things up. Like on at lunch, if I or if I don't have a meeting, I can run out and mow the grass. There's just things I can do throughout the day that just like 
Yeah. I would just be too tired by the time I got home from the office and I just like laundry would pile up. For me, it's been really been more that like this this past year, like I'm so tired of saying it, but like it, it just has been so busy. And I'm like, although we've had more meetings, which has, you know, that's not been great, but like it's been, I wouldn't have been able to get this much work done yeah. in the office. Yeah, 100%. Because there are, like, people always stopping it's by distraction and, 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 like, you're hearing people around you. So, like, just being at home and able to focus. I thought that I would go, like, kind of nuts working from home. I have not. No. And I haven't even been able to do the one thing that I want to do, which is take my laptop to a coffee shop and be one of That's those true. cool people sitting there working I'm at like, coffee shop. I said this to Jeff yesterday. I'm so <laughs> upset because if we knew that... This was going to happen. Obviously, we can't predict this. We know that. But I was like, I would have gotten an RV I and know. driven anywhere. I would have gotten a beach house for well, the winter. Well, you win- can now. You're I, going now to I can. But place. also, like, at my new job, my territory is Pennsylvania. So, yeah, so you might need to be here. Yeah, I might need to stay in the state or travel to places within the state. So that's my only, like, concern with having the territory. But I'm still going to work from down the shore for a week. And- <laughs> well, you know what? That's another thing that I didn't even remember about working from home that's hard is, like, you are reliant on your own utilities for everything. So, like... And I... Does that... I feel like companies need to compensate for that. I would have made a bigger deal about it, except that like I saved that much on gas. So like, I feel like it kind of balances out and like work clothes I don't have to buy. but But like when I'm not like during the winter and stuff like that, and even the summer when I'm at work, like, my thermostat's on like energy saving mode because it's, I'm yeah, not there, so I don't true. need it. So I that... have been literally sitting in front of my space heater for this entire exactly time. <laughs> like the amount of more electric that I'm using. Yeah, yeah. So it might. I wonder if anyone's done the calculations to figure out which is more expensive, like the money you spend on gas or the added utilities yeah. at home. But like, I uh, you might remember, and maybe some of our listeners do, if you're in Southeast Pennsylvania last summer. There was a huge power outage after like a lightning storm or something. And I was out of power for like three days. Yeah. And several people on our team were anywhere from like a day to like four or five days. And like our company is based here. So like lots of other people in the office were. And I don't remember anyone being like, it's okay. Like everyone was like, so where are you going to work tomorrow? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. thank God my mom lives down you the street. You came over to I, charge your stuff I at did. my house. My sister showed up. My stepdad showed up. Like I had stuff and like four people showed up at my house because they had to continue working. Right. Like how absurd is that? Right. There was like absolutely no leeway given for that. So I drove all my stuff over to my mom's. I came to your house the first night that, that happened and charged stuff for the night the next day, I just had to take everything to my mom's house, which thank God she was there. Yeah. And like, I was able to do that, you know, but like, also we were trying to save all the food in our fridge. Like there were other things that yeah. we had to do during what is, a, you know, somewhat of a natural disaster, yeah. a minor one, yeah. but still. So like that kind of sucked. And I had another time more recently where apparently a freaking squirrel or something chewed through our like internet lines because I was oh, working yeah. and, and my internet just data, went out. Right? And Verizon was not my favorite person that week because a guy came, they came like the next day from me calling. The guy barely knocked. My office is like in the room. Which Tigger also lets you know when someone's here. Yes, my dog Tigger lets me know these things. I was listening for him to arrive. Like my work in my office, which is on the first floor, like next to where the front door is. And the only reason I knew he was here is because I got an email saying, sorry, we missed you. And I was like, no, you didn't miss me. I was right here. I'm literally (laughs) watching this email pop up. And I called them immediately and 
like they were like, oh, we'll send someone out tomorrow. So the same guy came back the next day and I was like, you didn't come yesterday. And he was like, no, didn't you hear my truck back up? I'm like, I did hear your truck back up and I was waiting to hear someone knock and I heard nothing. So you came at the end of the day, knocked super lightly yeah, so that you I wouldn't hear. And then you ran away and that guy did not fix the problem. He said like he couldn't get to the cable box because it was in someone's yard and they had a lock on their fence. And I'm like, you must have a contingency plan for yeah. this. Like that's not their property that's in their yard. So like jump the fence. I don't know. I got to work. My company does yeah. not care that a squirrel chewed through these. I have no other options. Yeah. So they, I did get them out like finally, but that it was is... a headache. And I was like, I can't believe like these hoops that I have to jump through just because like companies just generally in my experience have not cared about like yeah. when we talk about work-life balance and it's like this is the time that i need like a little support yeah. and flexibility yeah and it just isn't there because yeah. you're on your own if you're working from home nobody cares about it i know and the only the only hard thing about working from home is like i'm super nervous about my new job just because i feel like i need to see people face to face to understand their personalities and get to know them so that's my only worry is that like yeah are other companies more flexible like right are these people going to be flexible or they understand like yeah. everyone seems great that i've talked to but yeah do you have like a cute zoom persona yeah, to like, like introduce yourself i don't know what to do <laughs> i'm so nervous about working from home full-time just because like i mean they there are opportunities to travel and all of that kind of stuff meet the people i'm going to be working with across the state but are you gonna my try boss to, is like out of like Missouri or something like that, like St. Louis. Oh, so like, well, that's cool. Which, I went to St. Louis once for two hours. Oh. It was wonderful. <laughs> you should ask him about City Museum. She said she has a um, donut shop around the corner from her. So we were heck, talking about donuts. Heck and yeah. All right. She said well, it's 24-7. Like, it's open all the time. And I was like, I got to get back to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do that. I would eat donuts all the time. <laughs> well, when you do start working from home at your new job, do you have any plans for, like, instituting a new schedule or a new, like, process or whatever for yourself like since it is kind of like a new start and a commitment to I working from home feel like i mean obviously now i got a desk and i got a chair mm -hmm. so i'm definitely staying in the office yeah. space more you know i can't sit downstairs or anything like that so i'm just trying to stay more in the office but i also i don't know i don't like this sounds silly like i don't even know what the hours are expected to be right and like yeah, you're still what learning the, those things. Yeah, so I, I... We're gonna have a whole other episode on starting a new job. Yeah, <laughs> until I start and figure out and talk to my boss more in depth and meet more people, then I'll figure it out. But I don't know what the expectations are fully, so... Yeah, yeah, same here. I know my hours, and they're gonna be a little different. Um, It's like 8.30 to 5.30, and that's Ooh. pretty standard. But uh, you don't work after hours, right? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a nice change, but... uh. We'll see. You know, I'm holding expectations lately till I get there. But I, the hours at first I was like, oh, because normally I, when we were going into the office, I would sometimes go to like 7, yeah. 7.30. Same. Um, so that I could leave early. But really that was mostly to get ahead of traffic. Like that was the biggest thing. So I'm like, now going in, like starting later, I'll probably still get up early and I'm going to try to like work out. I'm going to try to have like a new like yeah. morning routine so that yeah. when I do finish later than I normally would like to. I'm like done. Well, throughout the summer, I'm trying to actively, I always say I want to become like a runner, which I, who knows, but I'm trying to walk more in anticipation, as stupid as it is, for going to Disney. Because yeah. like, I'm going to be walking 15 miles a day. So I need to walk 
that throughout the summer your Disney the marathon yeah training. like I'm trying to just like walk more to get better at walking around Disney because I have pains from walking and I need to go get new sneakers all that kind of stuff so that's my that's my goal for the next it is that hard it is <laughs> So definitely one of the worst things as an adult, I have to say, is applying for jobs. Yeah. Not really the worst thing, but like, it sucks, man. I, I hate applying for jobs. It can be ex- like extremely defeating. Yes. First of all. <laughs> and the companies write their job descriptions so ridiculously. Like, I know. Half the time I'll read them. And they're so inaccurate to what you end up doing. It's so inaccurate. And for us being social media specialists, there are so many different ways and roles and spaces that social media can like mm-hmm. maneuver in. And also people think now social media specialists are like total marketing people. So it's like, yes. I talked to a company and they're like, you will be doing the social media for the company, the social media for the CEO. You'll be there for a podcast. You'll be doing this and this and this and this. And I was like, okay. And he's like, what would you think like the salary expectations would be? And I was like, like 150,000. I was literally like, and I tried to be like, cause I need nice. to hire an assistant. I, yeah. I was like, um, I think like 85 and he was like, Oh, uh, we're hiring for like 55, 60. And I was like, fuck out of here, bro. Like, right, like you want a pretty skilled person. Yeah. Like you're asking for things. someone who can do a lot, but then you want to hire someone fresh out of college. Right. Like now, first of all, I graduated college in the recession, so fifty-five thousand was not a straight out of college <laughs> pay. But now it is. Yeah, like things I, are better. But like, I totally agree. I saw um, a a listing, whatever, for a job for a social media person, like nothing in particular, you know, just to do some stuff at an agency. And literally, the first line in like the job description was like, "Are you a person that likes to do it all?" I'm like, "You would like that, wouldn't yeah, you?" Yeah, like no. And, it's hard to it's hard to explain without getting boring about it, but like there is a lot that goes on to social media work. So like and people don't really get that unless they're actually doing it yeah. because everything is not a huge task. They're all like small tasks, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. And you can do a lot, but like if you want to do it well, like that's a different story. Yeah. So people yeah. just don't get that. So like the kind of job listings that we're looking at in particular yeah. are pretty funny. But if you are in any kind of niche or different industry where you experience the same thing, let us know the kind of like outlandish stuff you see yeah. on your like job descriptions, because I'm sure that's true for everyone yeah. in different ways. Well, and I mean, the first step of a job or looking at stuff is like having your resume up to date. No, I hate resumes. I literally paid our graphic designer friend in donuts and money <laughs> at first for her to design my resume. And she's updated like 11 times since then. I wish anyone would pay me in donuts and money. Cause I was like, my resume was like just so off. And I was like, in our space, we're a creative. So I was like, I need it to look good. Like- yeah, I know. Like it's now it does need to like, look good but also it has to obviously be good yeah. and a lot of hr companies aren't even always reading the no resume. sometimes it's you get sorted through, like, out machine. the machine so they like look for certain keywords and i'm like can you just talk to me i swear i'm good yeah. like can we just talk and figure out if this is a good fit? and resumes are just pains because they're always like you should adjust your resume for the job description and pull out those key words oh and i'm gosh, like i'm not adjusting my resume 17 times to apply to these jobs that 
I'm still questionable questionable about applying to. Right. You know, I'm I would like to hear more before I tell you. And if if a if a job description has a cover letter, I'm or a job applying for a job, I don't I don't apply. I have to if I'm really, really interested in the job, then I will write a cover letter or adjust my resume. If I if I feel like I can, like I don't know, it doesn't feel like there's that much to adjust on it i'm still debating on whether or not to take off my old waitressing jobs like i don't know because i went to college and worked in an office for a very short time and then went back to waitressing right while i was in grad school so i'm like well at least like my grad school ended right when i like got into an office Mm -hmm. and i feel like the younger the people are that are like my bosses, the less they care about that stuff, yeah. because like, I don't think gaps in employment history are as big a deal as they used, used to be. To be. Yeah, and sure. like, but then they're like, keep everything on one page. Is that still a thing? Are we still supposed to I only hate have when one resumes page? are on two pages. So really? I mean, like, I personally say yes, it should be on one page. But how do you fit but everything? How do you, exactly? How do you fit everything on one page? <laughs> I it's do just a lot so of stuff. Absurd. I know. And like my current job role, that job description has like, 10 bullet points and then like the previous ones only have like three which i did a lot in those jobs that are probably relevant but right i've i've I've, it's also been it's been a while like right yeah i've definitely like taken a lot out of like previous jobs and i'm like probably only care about the most recent one which is probably the most relevant anyway yeah but like i hate thinking about that to be honest i had just like a regular word template which looked like super corporate and super boring and before i applied to the job that i just got um i went on canva yeah and just, like uh canva is amazing yep. if you work in any type of creative space or like you ever need to do a powerpoint or a resume or anything check it out the free version is cool but yep. like even the paid version is well worth it if you use it yeah huh. and yeah, I jumped on there. And that's what I was thinking about when we talked. I think I even said it last week when we talked about motivation. Like, I hate updating my resume. I know you're supposed to do it as soon as you get into a job or as soon as you get a promotion. And I never no, do. No. Because I don't always know at that moment what the, you know, what my bullet points on it are going to sure. be. And you want to showcase, like, things that you've done in that position, right. though. So, so like, if you like, haven't done anything yet, you're like, oh, it went up this percentage. You're like, I don't know that answer yet. But yeah, so, like, I had not updated mine in a while, but then I was like, you know what? I, I am, like, interested in this job. I don't want to just send them my resume as it is right now. And so I jumped on Canva, found a nice template that I was able to, like, transfer everything over. It does, it looks much nicer. Yeah. I'm pretty happy about it now. And I also went on and like crunched a bunch of numbers because people like to see numbers on like what the value add is and the ROI and all of these things. What are the KPIs of what you've been doing? You can Google all that jargon. Don't do it. If you don't know what they are, you don't want to. Um, It's really boring. But like I I did all of that and like in a rush, but still like carefully because I was motivated. Yeah. I was like, this actually seems like a good opportunity. Um but I hate doing this and yeah. So. And honestly, I mean, Jeff is a big stickler for this, that for jobs, it's all about who you know. Oh yeah. I mean, it can I be. am on the total opposite end where I've found all my jobs by myself, which is yeah. like pretty rare. I you mean, actually, honestly, it is pretty yeah, rare. Yeah, like I have found all my jobs by myself, but like you found our current job through me. You referred me. And Thanks, you found Kelly. your next job through our old boss. Yeah. So there's like, baby steps and that's the same way, way it was for jeff too like you know he found our old job through his sister 
And then he went to a company by himself, but then left that to go to a job where his friend was. Yeah. That they worked together then. Like, it's... My first office job... Uh, those are my waitressing jobs. All those jobs I got on my own. I would just, like, find places yeah. hiring and go to them. But my first office job, I also found on my own. It was through Craigslist. Um, <laughs> and this was in, like, 2011. I had, Kelly, it was tough back then. It was really tough. <laughs> I like, believe it. Finding, I applied to so many jobs and I have an English degree, which now like I will, I will make such a case of my English degree is like a powerhouse degree for all of the work that I've done. But some people really laugh it off. And I did too. At yeah. the time, I'm like, what am I? I'm not qualified. Yeah, everyone's like, shit. what are you going to write a book? Exactly. Like, um, so that first job I got from Craigslist, this was really funny, actually, because I was looking for anything English related. I didn't even know what to look for. What do you honest. Yeah, like wh you're like, I found a listing on Craigslist for uh, a publishing company. That's all it said. Because they were using like a hiring company, yeah, um, like a, a recruitment company. So they were filtering people out. So it's at a publishing company. I'm like, well, that sounds perfect. There's yeah. publishing companies around here. Like, I don't know. So I went and like interviewed and talked to them. The publishing company ended up being uh, Yellow Book or Yellow Pages. Yellow Pages. Um, it was actually a Canadian company, Page Juan, uh, <laughs> the Quebec version. But it was Yellow Pages Group, a Canadian company that had offices in the southeast Pennsylvania area. Um, so I was like, you know, you're really you're kind of stretching on this publishing company. Like, you're not wrong. Yeah. But this is not exactly what I thought. Also about. in 2011, but, it's like an evolving time where you're not making any like phone book kind of stuff anymore. No. Yeah. Like, so I joined that as like they were doing websites. So yeah. That's how I got into like digital marketing. And it ended up working out really well. Like that job kind of sucked for a few reasons. I, I it was okay, but like it wasn't great. I ended up leaving after six months to go back to grad school. Um, but I met people there who went to Haibu and referred me there. And then I met you and you referred me to UHS. And now I'm going to a new job from a referral there. And it's just all like, um, you know, it all led into each other. Yeah. So it is like, if you don't know people at jobs, it's really hard. It I is. mean, I feel like we're, we're getting more to the point where our stuff is getting looked at because we have actual experience. Mm -hmm. But like, when you don't, it's so difficult, especially just getting out of college and stuff like that. There, every job you look at is always like five years of experience. And you're like, how the hell are all yeah. entry level jobs five years of experience? How like, yeah, yes, college, I, I had know. experience there. But it, what kind of it's it, I used to hate that with school, like uh, after school, because I was like, I don't even know what right. to do with this. So, right. And well, that's when you can use a cover letter to try to like fluff up some of your like internship yeah. or like, yeah. you know, club experience. And I always I wrote cover letters back in the day. But now this sounds horrible. I feel like I'm like, I have experience in this. And if you don't see that in my resume, which is very clear, right. and I'm just going to elaborate things from my resume, which I can talk to you about. Right. Can so, yeah any HR people, please reach out to us and tell us, do you read cover letters? Is that a thing? Like, do people actually read them? Yeah. Because I will never waste my time on one again. No. Uh, like, if I know that they aren't. I also want to know why HR people never, like, unless, I, I feel like it's always they never email you back. Right. Unless yeah. you've had, like, an actual conversation and you've had their, like, you apply to a job and you won't hear from it for months. If ever. Yeah, if ever. Yeah. And I mean, that's it. That's like, I've had a couple interviews 
from companies within the, within the last couple of months. And I've had second and third interviews and then never hear anything. That's absurd. And I'm like, like, I get that, like, I've submitted, you know, hundreds of job applications in my life and only heard back from a few. Yeah. But, like, if you've actually interviewed and then not heard yeah. back, and I've definitely had that happen to me, too, where they, I was like, all right, clearly I'm not getting this job, but it would be nice since I took the time to, like, come in and, like, travel to yeah. wherever it was. And, uh, yeah, Potentially I can Potentially take off work to go there, too. Right. Like, like just drive me a line. If it's not going to work out, it's yeah. not going to work out. But, yeah. like, tell me so that I'm not just sitting here. I had uh, one one place I applied. It was for one of the local community colleges. And I knew I was like shooting a shot yeah, there. It was yeah. a little above my experience, but I wanted to apply anyway. Um, and I did get a letter, like an email from the college saying like, thank you so much for applying. Our next step is we're going to bring in, um, you know, the candidates that we'd like to to interview to come tour the campus and learn a little bit more about the position. And I was like, oh, cool. Second paragraph. Regrettably, you were not one of those chosen. And I was like, why did I need the first yeah. paragraph? You should have two emails. One doing that to the people right. who are accepted so, and the other ones who aren't. I did write back a, I thought very professional, but probably a little intentionally snarky email explaining yeah. like, the first part of that where you tell me what's happening with the people you want to interview is very just kind of cruel yeah. to include when the second paragraph is like, psych, you're not one of them. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. They're yep. going to have a lot of fun. And yeah. then I offered if they needed to like get someone more qualified to write out <laughs> yeah. those letters, I would be happy to reapply. Yeah. yeah. I did yeah. not receive a response back from that one. <laughs> well, interviewing overall is nerve wracking. I mean, oh, phone yeah. interviews are are always pretty fine because they're usually with an HR person and they don't know that much about the job. But that's also frustrating because... Right they are just getting engaged on your personality on like if you mm -hmm. think you have experience which a lot of times they think you do and then you talk to the actual hiring manager and they ask questions and you're like uh either like you're really good at answering them or you're like i have no idea how to answer this yeah so and especially now working from home no there there's no in-person interviews anymore so Would you rather do in person yes. or like zoom no i'd rather do in person yeah i don't mind zoom as much because at least they can see can me see each but other. phone interviews like i I just freeze. I can't think. It, I'm really bad at hearing on the phone to begin with. So I have to have it on speakerphone. And the one time I had it on speakerphone and she clearly had me on speakerphone. So there was feedback. So I took oh. it off and I was like, now I fucking can't hear anything. Yeah. So I don't mind Zoom ones. Um, again, just because then they get to see. They can see your smiling my, face. They can see my interaction. <laughs> and like, because I, I feel like I'm much better when I can talk to people face yeah. to face and convince some things that way as opposed to on the phone and i'm like uh yeah you have a very I did trustworthy this. face kelly i am pretty convincing <laughs> yeah. even though i've been told that i have like a bitch face when you first meet me <laughs> i could see that i keep my guard up yeah but you don't do that in an interview i'm sure no. they're all smiling no i am way too nice it's uh i don't i don't know if there is a too nice on an interview <laughs> i think you want to be pretty nice but i could be wrong i mean you've had some interesting interviews oh yeah i i did have to interview some people for our old job and like man you just want to stop people sometimes and be like look this is not happening but can i please give you some Coach feedback you in some sort of way i did i don't want to say too much in case that's not appropriate but i may have had someone in an interview tell me that social media is not that hard and that anyone can do it and it wasn't really what they wanted to do with their life and i was like 
you know you're interviewing for a social media job, right? Like, and I get it. If that's how you feel, I'm like, sure there's plenty of people interviews you're doing... trying to convince the person that right they want this job that you that actually you can do want it. it. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, you know, not everyone wants to do this for the rest of their lives, mm -hmm. but don't tell me that. Like, yeah. so, you know, if you have an interview coming up, don't tell the person interviewing how easy you think their work is and how you don't actually like it. Cause yeah. that's probably not going to help. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't love interviewing people. I'd much rather be the one being interviewed. Not that, not that it's my favorite Once thing. Once you get interviewed, how, how do you respond or how do you send a thank you email if you don't have the person's email? What do you do with that? So, well, if you have an HR person. That's what I usually um, do. I usually email the HR person. I'm like, thank yeah. can you please pass this message along to this person? I would really appreciate it. So this year, and I had people that I interviewed ask me for my direct email to send a thank you. Yeah. And, I, and I kind of froze and I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to give that to you. Yeah. So I was like, just email the HR person. I'm like, I don't want to sound like a bitch. Yeah. Like, I don't, I just don't know what the proper protocol, protocol for this is. is. Yeah. Like, it's only been the past couple of years that I've really been involved in the interview process. So I'm like, uh, please don't, I get too many emails. Please just email the HR guy. I know you're thankful. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. But actually, after I um, interviewed at our last job, I had um, actual thank you cards. I had written them out like beforehand mm -hmm. and addressed them and just waited till I got everyone's names. Um, and I dropped them in the mail on my way out from oh, the interview. Oh, you're fancy. And our old friend from work, Angela, shout out. She actually kept my thank you note up on her bulletin board for Aww. quite a long time. And I was like, And I know oh, people always so say nice. that if you can mail something, it's always super nice. But like... I don't even know how I get mail in my office. Like when we were oh, in the I know. office. So I mean, that's I felt like I was, I, was I, was, like, I was happy to see that because yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm just putting how my name on there? it and this address. Yeah. So like, I have no idea how that works in an office, but at our old that's office, funny. people used to get, and maybe this at our like most recent office, but definitely at, at the old one, people would get their Amazon deliveries and stuff to, to the office. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because people who live in apartments or things like they'd get stuff like actually delivered to them at the office. Huh. That happened all the time. I thought it was crazy. But then I was like, I guess like, yeah, if you have an apartment and if the if nobody cares, yeah, like, and if why it doesn't would cost anymore. Right. It doesn't What's matter the to the company. Um, yeah. But now interviewing, not not my favorite, not the worst thing in the world, but it is it's so nerve wracking because you're like, I totally just want to be on my best behavior but like i want i want so, this to be right I, so like i want to be authentic yes. but like i, but also I hate when they ask me questions forward. and i'm also like i like and i always have notes before look up the company do everything i can yeah like for me like find social like campaigns we did try to have everything i got so caught off guard the one time because the guy asked me what who my favorite like influencer is in social and i was like I have no idea. I, dude, I don't well, know. Well, at our our most recent <laughs> job, I um in the initial interview, the HR guy asked me if I had ever had a social media post go viral. And I was like, uh, people really like pictures of my dog, but no, like nothing's it is gone so viral. hard to go viral. I mean, now we've had stuff go viral, yeah, right. sure, but but I hadn't been doing that kind of no. work that much before. I was doing different kinds of digital marketing, so I was like, I'm doing my own social media for me. Yeah. Like, no, nothing's gone viral. Am I out of and the I running think that's now? That's <laughs> hard though now for like social media because there are so many people who are quote unquote influencers who can get hired by companies to do pretty oh, yeah. much what we do. So that's like that's also nerve wracking for me because I'm like, well, and you're almost thirty, so like you're you're old. 
old now. I know. <laughs> and like, I don't have, I, I'm not big on social media on my own terms. Like, which is so funny. Yeah. Like, I, but I think that's for a lot of people when you work in the professional yeah. space of it, when you're outside of work, you're like, I really don't want to. Right. Post I've already been Instagram. doing this. Yeah. All day. I do this all day. Don't get me wrong. I'll post cool photos when I have them, but yeah, not going I'm just not active on it myself. So I feel like sometimes when I interview and they expect me to have a big following myself and I just don't, I'm like, uh. yeah. And you know, I mean, this is all particular to like some of our concerns, but everyone has them like on just getting in front of someone and them asking you a question and being like, uh, I never had to do that like yeah. it was just different you know at whatever company you go to to the new one so when they're like making assumptions that like you've done certain things and it's like especially because some co I, companies are so specific in what they do for right each job. and it's like, like oh no like i haven't done that and then you have to wonder like a good, is that a big thing for them a good or? employer hopefully like obviously there's some base skills you need but hopefully a good employer is like looking more at your personality and like your ability to learn and adapt that's my big thing is like things. i i will i can learn anything in a second like every right. job we've had has had different systems yeah i've gotten to use them and found my own ways to work around them right really quick i think that's something that uh, that's my positive about work you know like, what's your positive and negative <laughs> oh yeah what's your negative i i always <laughs> spin it in like the nice way I, I always say like i think to some people like i ask too many questions uh -huh. you know just because i'm like i want to get the answers I, the first I just time care so much <laughs> well, i feel like i ask so many questions because i want to get the answer the first time and not have to beg bug someone like 45 times so yeah. I ask the question and I'll probably ask a lot of questions and I'm sorry if that's annoying, but that can be annoying people. And some people are like, you need to figure it out on your own. And I'm like, but I want to make sure it's done the proper way for you so that I don't have to go back and do it again. Like I yeah. want to get it done right the first time. Yeah. I say that I, I can have trouble with asking for help. I'm like the opposite. the opposite. Yeah. I'll be like, sometimes I have trouble asking for help, not necessarily in a learning sense, but in a like delegating yeah. sense where I'll be like, you're drowning. Just feel like, like I have to take everything on myself. Um, I'm like, I need healthier boundaries for yeah. that. And I'm not lying, but it does sound like. But it's a, also, I think has to do with the company. The company also needs to help set those boundaries. So if it, your company's lack of that. It does. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how many companies ever help like their yeah. employees because yeah. so far not batting good odds on that but that's okay i don't i don't even mean to like throw our old place under the bus too much it had a lot of good things but i am excited to move on to the next step after all this applying has yeah. been done yes Woo. Funny enough story about leaving a job. Leaving yeah. this one was extra awkward. Extra awkward because Sheridan and another coworker put in their two weeks on the same day. On the day that they put in their two weeks, I got the offer from my company that I'm leaving for. So the next day, I had to put in my two weeks. Hence Kelly crying while giving her <laughs> two weeks. It was, it, I'm not, you know, it's kind of funny like the way that it worked out but like i feel really bad i feel like, horrible i was like, like i am so sorry to do it this it was not i mean it was all very separate it just kind of all came together and it looks like time. it's so shady we have like a coup or something going on when we don't it just like happened this way yeah like giving your two weeks at a job is always awkward i mean like 
my so favorite two weeks is when I put my two weeks in at Haibu. Yeah. I was like, fuck this place. I'm out of here. <laughs> I like my boss. I was like, chill with it. Really wasn't any, it, whatever. I went over to him and I was like, so good news for me, bad news for you. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, is this your two weeks? And I was like, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was a place that was a lot easier yeah. to give notice it, everyone to. Everyone was like super like, chill and everyone was, And everyone much. was doing like the same jobs. Like our team now is a lot smaller. We're a lot more specialized in what we're doing. When I gave my two weeks at Haibu, it was also like, I felt a little bad because I knew that they were like really trying to keep me happy there because they had passed yeah. me over for a few promotions and I had vocalized that I thought that was bullshit and other people had vocalized that too. So they knew that I was like a little unhappy there and were trying to like make it up to me. Um, but then I got this job, which was much better. Um, and when I went into the manager's office to like give my notice, he literally just like put his head in his hands and like rubbed his face and his head really hard. And then just looked up and was like, okay, this is fine. This is fine. Yep. I was like, please don't make this more awkward. Like I'm already sad to leave because, you know, as happy as you might be to leave a job, like it's still sad. Like, you know, you get to be friends with people, even like, even like the customers or clients or like remote colleagues you work with, which we had some of both at the last two jobs that we were both at was like, you know, I liked them. Like yeah. I was used to working with them and I really enjoyed, like, I mean, I loved our team. Now we know. are, we always joke that our team is way too close. Yeah. We knew. It's a work fan. The ridiculous weird shit. And then obviously we just became friends outside of work and we used to hang out outside of work too, but it was, and for us, it was like the whole rest of the company was like, you guys are weirdly close. And we're like, yeah, yeah it's true. we so are a very social team. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so that that makes it so hard. I mean, and it's like you can't. And that's a big thing that I've always tried to stand by at mm -hmm. any job is like you can't stay at a job for your friends. It makes yes, it 100 percent. It totally makes a difference. Like the culture, you know, the company culture and like relationships you have are definitely part of it. It just can't be all of it, because especially if it's just not just a culture, but it's just kind of like your friends and relationships because they might leave. Well, you it's know? crazy because like, like I, obviously I felt bad putting in or telling anyone that I was leaving, but every person was like. I good job it. yeah like, I, I like you do you and no one as scary as it is and as you know you're upset and you don't want to leave everyone everyone if they're your friend is going to back you and going yeah. to say like this is good for you i mean if you see anything for me help me out too but like right. everyone's like great for you this is what you want to do you Every seem happier about it everyone was so nice and that made me feel like yeah worse. i know, I like, know. Oh, but thank you guys i mean luckily <laughs> even like i mean our boss was very she was super kind nice and about, it. about it as and well. She's which, not in a great spot from no. three people leaving at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> it, so the company that I'm going to wanted me. So I, my last day is the 26th. So it's this Monday coming up. You, so like, we'll, you'll we'll be on both Tuesday. be unemployed yes. <laughs> when you're listening to this. So um, she was, the recruiter was like, you know, you could start on the 26th. And I was like, I really would like to give like the two weeks. And yeah. the reason she said that is because she's like, you're going to have a lapse in insurance, which whatever, we'll figure out. Whatever. Not We're young. Thing. We've had lapses in insurance yeah. before. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, uh, sorry, my sister's texting me. Um, yeah. So she was like, you'll have a lapse in insurance. And I was like, uh, I'd really like to, to, you know, give, two give, weeks. give two weeks and like, I'll start the third. Um, 
So that's what I did. I gave my two weeks and then I was like, now I have a couple of days off, which I think is very important. And I think that HR people should be definitely understanding that you need time in between jobs too. Well, so I was trying to, I was trying to look up like, why is two weeks notice the standard? Like, where does that come from? And I didn't really find anything that said like, why? So if you know how this came to be, let us know. Cause I'm always interested in that kind of background, but um, I was just reading some articles about why to give two weeks notice or when you shouldn't give two weeks notice. Yeah. And the thing is that like pretty much everyone said like you should give two weeks notice because you need to give, you know, it's respectful and nice to give your employer some buffer time to start finding your replacement to just figuring out a plan for that interim time. Um, but I saw a few things that said exactly that, that like new employers don't respect that you need to give that time and also like i am taking time off between jobs like always because you because once you like get into a new job like you're probably taking less time off that year than you would otherwise like if you're at your old place like i said i'm losing a bunch of pto Uh, i'll get paid i'm very stressed out about that i'm not gonna lie i know i am too like it messes up what I had planned this year, which is fine. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll work with it, but like, that's why Luckily, like, you need that time in between. Cause now I'm yeah. like, what can I get done in this upcoming week that I have off to just get off my plate so I can go and really focus on work and like get into a new routine and switching and just, like, the take, mindset too. Yeah, it's just totally you just different. You're going from break. somewhere that you're so used to just like, okay, I'm waking up. I'm checking this. I'm doing this. I'm right. emailing this. Like I have like set in my head what I do each day. So going into a new job, like, I feel like I'm going to log on that Monday and be like, what do I do? Where am I logging on to? What am right. I doing? Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely like, you know, I, I pushed hard about my start date too. They would have wanted me in a little bit earlier. I tried to get it even further out because I was like, there is like, I knew that there were a few people leaving at the same time. And I kind of said that I was like, man, like. It's just not a great time. I'm trying to do what I can to yeah, like, but also you can't. Set, but I can't think about like as much as you want to help your old job. Like there's a reason you're leaving your old job. I you know? know. So I think that's I think that's something that you always have to keep in the back of your head. And like I have been, I have done everything I can to try to help my team, but I'm also like so checked out now where I'm like. I don't want to think about this anymore because I'm moving on to something totally different. I know. I'm so, and that's, that's something that like, I don't think is always talked about. Like when I left Haibu, that was easy. That was pretty easy. Like I was sad to leave, but like, I knew that I was moving on to a much better opportunity. Yeah. And like the same is true now. Like I'm very excited about my new opportunity, but like there was still a lot that I enjoyed and like, there were still like some goals I kind of had at our old job. My old job, you still have one day, but like, you know, so like, Getting further in your career, I think, makes everything a little harder. It's to, also like, hard when break other off. people leave and you're like, is this an opportunity for me? Right. But I think it was it's clear where we where we are, where we were. Yeah. There was like there was opportunity, but to an extent. So I think yeah. it's good that we're moving to Oh, I agree. Oppor- I mean, and I, that. I'm definitely like a risk taker. <laughs> me too. And stuff. Like, because I'm where we were was super stable. New. So I was like, yeah. Well, it's stable and great. I mean, that I obviously need it in my life. I don't, I need to pay my student loans. I need to pay my mortgage. I need, there's like a bunch of things that I need to make sure I pay. Yeah. I'm willing, and everyone will say this, to find another job that even makes you that much more happier. Yeah, you it's know? true. And, you know, I, I always like, and that's why I always want to leave a job on really good terms. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm like, I might want to come back. And I, that, don't know I was what's super nervous happen. for that with like my exit interview because I like, 
I, when it comes to our team and all of that, fantastic. Love our team. Yeah. Loved what we were doing. Needed to figure some things out, but loved everything about it. It was just the bigger picture for me. Yeah. Didn't make sense in my own life. So that was hard because I felt like the Exeter interview, I had to make it known that I was like, look, my team's not the reason I'm leaving. This is the reason I'm leaving, but this is the reason I'm leaving. The bigger picture is the reason I'm leaving. Exit interviews are hard because it is like so awkward because you're like, she li- I, like they literally read what you wrote and I'm like, I know. let me explain further. I know. Like I can't, I mean, someone that had previously worked with us that's already gone laughed when they were like, oh, that's so nice of you to like take an exit interview seriously. They're not going to do anything with it. And I'm like, I know, but I'm just like an optimist and I want to, I want to help make it a better place. I want to be honest Same. on like, what are the reasons I'm leaving? And I guess I was like overly honest because the HR person was like, uh, this is a lot. I'm like, well, I'm not trying to like trash anything. I'm just giving you some honest feedback on yeah. stuff. So like, well, that's what they, I mean, I feel like in my exit interview, they kept asking like, how do you think that we could do better in this? And I, I was like, they asked me that on I'm a few like, things and I was like, I don't know. That's not my job. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I sort of have it written out here. Maybe do this, maybe do that. Like, yeah. So that's tough. And that's tough. Like when you leave too, everyone's like, where are you going? What yeah. are you doing? And it's like, I don't, is I don't it appropriate mind, to tell people. I, like, I don't mind telling you, but like, is it right? I don't know what's right. I'm not a corporate person. Yeah. I don't know what the I'm corporate I'm like, I would tell you is. anything about my life, but like, right. do I? I would be, I'm like awkwardly honest on yeah. things. Yeah, so same. It's just like, it's hard uh, to know like what the right way to act is and like how your actions are going to be interpreted. Like the fact that several of us did quit at the same time, I was like, I really don't want you to think anything of me yeah. or of us because of this. Like, it's not, you know, so that that part is just super awkward. And it always is like, and I think like a lot of companies, you know, we obviously feel like all up in our feels about like our particular situation. But like, this is happening at a lot of companies. There's going to be so much turnover. Yeah, there's mass exodus. Because a lot of like this whole past year and a half, everyone has had like so much time to reflect. They've really gotten to know like, where their company stands on all sorts of values, work-life political, balance, political, social, <clears throat> yep. like supporting mothers in the workplace, like tons of stuff where it's really come out like, is your company actually supportive of these things that you care about? Like, do they even know how to be? Can Do they have the resources to be? Yeah. So like, there's been a lot of people just at home being able to reflect on stuff, a lot of like transparency that the companies probably didn't intend to be yeah. so transparent on, but had to be. Yeah. So there's just going to be, and now with like offices starting to open back up, the work from home thing is going to be huge when people are like, oh, you're making me go back to the office. Well, I effing quit because yeah. now I can apply to places across the country because so many places are it's like, also hard though because stay remote. not just work has changed from being work from home. Like kids schooling has changed. Right. Like, daycares you know my friend is a loved ones care centers have changed like, my friend's a teacher um she's and she was already working for like a cyber school she started there a couple years ago um and they went up i forget what the attendance was or the enrollment um but I she bet. said they went up obviously over the last year from like four teachers to like 20 teachers yeah. so that like quintupled or whatever the amount of students because the public schools that like went 
virtual are obviously not as equipped yeah. as like a cyber school that already has especially like, all schools of the resources in areas that aren't i mean like where i went to high school like i said we all had Mac, so it was easy for like right. easier for them to flip to being cyber because yeah all, all their work is basically on their computer and virtual anyway right so that but there's so many other school districts that are not as lucky to have that and right and i mean that's where the kids have wi-fi that's where they can do their homework that's where right you know so like there's definitely going to be a lot of people that are just changing their lives like kind of permanently or at least for a while to adjust to how things have been the past year and a half so like there's going to be like companies need to just be prepared and i know there's a lot of articles out there and i'm just happy i'm not the one that has to navigate that stuff because there is a lot of change um you know even our our very super old school corporate office is adjusting to offer some work from home which they like put their foot down that they would never ever do and that like just really shows like how important it's gonna be for that flexibility and how many people are leaving places because of stuff like that that they are like oh shoot we gotta like keep people here so i was really happy to hear that for the people that are still working there because that's something we've been asking for for a long time yeah that's great for them i mean it's still nerve-wracking because who knows maybe they still want to send them back but like i said people's lives outside of work have totally changed so i think it's important for their workplaces to adjust to that as well i mean people kids can go back to school but then if the virus comes and they have to come home and then the parents have to do something right care for them or you know maybe a lot of people probably took their loved ones out of care centers because like there was such high risk there so there's so much has changed changed and companies just need to evolve with that i mean that's important and that's what's frustrating is like every time you think about how much has changed over the last year like most of the conversations have to center around work and how work is adapting to it because like our lives are so focused on work and there isn't always that flexibility to do stuff even though like like we just said with like companies not wanting you to give your employer two weeks notice but expecting you to give two weeks notice like there's just not yeah not the same give and take on like how much we adjust our lives to fit the employers versus how much they'll adjust to fit ours and i know that sounds super millennial or gen z no but that's or whatever and, but and that's what, like that's especially what we're the generations realizing. after us they are a lot more wanting of that than me i love it yeah I'm like i absolutely <laughs> want all that flexibility i think that i should be able to live my life be happy as shit go into work help people with a smile which i always try to do and try to be as helpful <laughs> as possible not that people give that back to me all the time but i want everyone to be able to do that so i think that it's important that the company supports you just as much as you are supporting them. You are the backbone to them. So if you have a job that you feel like this happens, can you please let us know? Yeah, like what company do you work for that you think backs you and supports you? I have you? heard that Salesforce is, is an, an awesome, awesome company, company to work for. Yep. Uh, so, you know, I'm not on the market currently, but if anyone listening, <laughs> see if Salesforce is offering anything for you because I've heard they're very nice to work yes, for. Yes, I've heard that. Like, um, I know that um, Jeff's brother-in-law works for a company who is very good with maternity and paternity leave, which oh, is yeah? awesome. Like, he gets eight weeks paternity leave. Eight weeks? Isn't that something like that? I'm pretty sure Do it's eight people, weeks. So Tom's company gives two weeks paternity leave. That but, Even that's nice, though. But he says, like, everyone gets judged if they take I it. I would take it. I, I told him, shit. I'm like, I don't care if people yeah. judge you. Like, you yeah, you have a new damn off. kid. And, like, that's what I... I mean, I put that... Like, I think paternity leave is huge. Also, um, his company, he said that if 
a woman works for the company and she's traveling and is breastfeeding that they are partner with a company that will come and pick up the breast milk and keep it refrigerated and mail it home like just those little things that like make it that much more worth working there that is how companies support women yes they think they give like any kind of maternity leave and they're like we support women in the workforce like no no you you go to anywhere in europe it's like you get a year off here it's like six weeks how dare you like get the hell out of here it's crazy so i'll be i'll be happy to see if a lot more companies like up their game on stuff like that because i've always said like it's not just the money for me i mean that's an important part there <laughs> there's definitely like an important part there because i got bills to pay and stuff yeah, but absolutely. like but it's not just that like it those kinds of things matter and you know i hope that everyone can find a good place to work where they enjoy the work and you know feel and satisfied if, with if you it. own a company or you know lead a company like ask your employees what they think that they need yeah you know i think that's something that a lot of companies don't do is they just like offer you things but it's like what what makes your life easier so that you can work harder for us right that's the thing like man when i'm well taken care of i'm a good employee i i am a good employee anyway because i have no boundaries (laughs) so like i always want to do a good job it's important to me but like i'm much more on my a game when i'm well cared for which is why i'm excited for a new chapter and to just like kind of refresh like besides Besides anything about the company that we're leaving, like, just after this year, it's just kind of tough. Like, I just kind of feel ready for, like, a new start in general. Like, I'm just kind of, like, ready for, I don't know, whatever new normal is. I'm vaccinated now. I'm feeling (laughs) wild. Like, but you still, so everyone, by the time they hear this, like, we're both going to be done. And one of the things we didn't talk about yet is saying goodbye to your work bestie yeah (laughs) sheridan and i have worked together for the last probably like eight years about that yeah (laughs) so this is the first time we're not going to be working for the same company in eight years which is crazy and i was like we literally talk all all day day. (laughs) and when the pandemic we used to sit like across from each other like with a wall between us and people would just walk by and be like who are you talking they thought we were talking to ourselves but we would just talk all day and then the first day we got home from for the pandemic i was like i wonder what kelly's up to and then we just got on our like messenger and just continued just without like and both of us get in the office early so it's like we're there early enough to talk to each other and like say just about like whatever we were doing um so i even said on monday i was like since Monday's my last day and hers was Friday, she I was like, who, what, who am I going to talk to Monday morning? Like, not that I'm going to have anything to do because I'm basically done anyway, but like, I don't know what to do in the morning when you're not there. So I know that's we'll probably like, still be texting all day. That's part of the routine is like, get my coffee, sit down, message Kelly, how tired I am. <laughs> and our other coworker, Celine, she's the one who is also leaving me and her FaceTime all day. So she yeah. FaceTimed me last week and was like, we can still FaceTime all day, right? Even though we're at totally different companies. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're going to have to because I can't sit here and talk to myself and I know. only Jeff all day. I'll go crazy. <laughs> I know. And, you know, besides saying bye to you, which like is sad, but I know we'll keep talking. We'll figure yeah. we'll Obviously figure we're here. Out. Yeah. <laughs> but I had other people that I was like messaging with before I left. And that was like another thing that we didn't really talk about. But leaving a job when you're working remote is even weirder because mm-hmm. I'm like, some people like it better because they're like, well, you miss the awkward conversations. And I'm like, honestly, when I left Haibu my last day, I was sick. I actually had like a fever. 
Yeah. And I did not leave early. I walked around to like every single person. Probably, probably gave everyone every, the flu. <laughs> gave everyone the flu. But I like had to go say bye to everyone because like I just like I'm the opposite of an Irish goodbye. And yeah. I will make sure nope. to say I bye am to, 100% like, Irish goodbye. Everyone. Peace out. You don't have to see me ever again. And that's perfectly fine with me. <laughs> I will just up and leave anyway. No, I'm the opposite. So the past two weeks, I've just been trying to call and email everyone and like talk to everyone I could and like you know, tell people like, please keep talking to me. Cause like now I'm going to a new yeah. job where it's going to be remote at least for a while. So I'm like, I'm not going to have any friends there for a while. It's... Like, well, I have one friend there who referred me. Yeah. But... <laughs> I mean, for me, it was, it's hard. Cause like I work with currently people across the country all, yeah. all day. So like sending them an email being like, I'm sorry. And yeah. like, like, but you were so great. Like, I just like, it's so I hard know. to tell them. My one is, she's the sweetest. She was like, do you mind if I ask for your home address? I would love to send you something Aww, for being so great. So nice. I was like, you don't have to, but here you go. But here you go. <laughs> that's like one of those awkward situations. I was like, you really don't have to, but here it is. If you really want to send me something. And I guess, she I said guess it should be their Monday. So I'll let you know what it is. Yeah. All of those, uh, all of those conversations are, are, they are a little awkward because like people say nice stuff to you and you leave. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, maybe they say bad stuff to you, but no like, one said anything bad. Mo- to me. Mostly it's nice stuff. And the one other thing that makes it hard is that those last couple weeks make you start to forget all the reasons that you quit yeah. because like your workload gets lighter. People are nicer. You talk yep. about the good times, you know? So like, then when you leave and look back, like, that's, like it wasn't that's, that bad. that's part of the time you remember. So I guess if you're coming up on the same thing that we are, where it was like, not, not the easiest decision to step away from yeah, the job, no, not at all. you know, like, a hard decision and then like all the other hard stuff that goes with it yeah just remember when you start to look back a little too fondly because those last few weeks were so nice that there's a reason yeah and there was a reason why you looked for something and to just trust your gut yep. and you know yep. keep your resume it's updated. okay just move go with your next job you will be okay you'll figure it out everyone will be okay i am that's my big thing i'm like i will be okay I... You will be. We'll be okay. We'll get through this, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's uh, it's hard. Changing jobs is hard. Working from home is hard. Everything about work is hard. We could do several more episodes, and we're going to have to, because yep. we're going to have to talk about how starting a new job is hard. 100% hard. Um, so we try not to talk too much about work, because that could literally be this show all the time. Yeah, but so. I mean, it's our life, and that's what that's what's hard for us right now, and we're at a point of transition in both of our lives, so I think yeah. it's... But now I'm motivated good. to get a new routine and a new start. Yeah. So yep. Same. We hope that you guys have that motivation, too, and can look for some kind of fresh start for your summer season coming in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So this was my week for Always Bring Snacks. ABS. Uh, ABS. Hashtag. Um, that probably means something like ridiculous and we don't know it. It sounds like a, a medical syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> but ABS always brings snacks um, because it's just a rule of life. You always need to have snacks wherever you go. Um, and starting a new job, I am trying to get into some healthy habits. Uh, as we've talked about several times, we're at the end of winter and I feel like I just need a refresh um, so I agree. I went to my sister's the other day and she was like, do you want a Cinnabon? And I was like, oh my God, no. of course I want a Cinnabon. <laughs> well, Why mean, would anyone <laughs> ask that? I was like, no. And she was like, I was, I was there and I like 
she, her fiance's name. First of all, called, where? At, she went to, I guess in the mall they still have it. What? I don't know. Oh I was, my God. <laughs> she was like, I was there and I wanted one. And I didn't know if Fabio, her fiance, fiance wanted one. So she was like, so I just bought four. Do you want one? And I was like, no, thank you. I'm trying to be good, but I clearly am not good. I eat shit all the time. But oh I was my like, God. no. That is some killer self-control. Yeah, you're I, welcome. Oh, a Cinnabon sounds amazing. <laughs> About to go get one right now. But throw out these healthy plant, snacks. Space yes. group plantain chips. So no, that sounds good. I yeah, love. So we like, have uh, artisan tropic plantain strips, naturally sweet. Um, so they're certified paleo, gluten free, and vegan. Ooh. Um, and are these the ingredients? Oh no, that's other flavors. They have. Yeah. No, the ingredients is just plantains and non-hydrogenated palm oil, which the non-hydrogenated part is good, but palm oil in general is not good. So I don't love that. But we're just sampling. It looks like the other flavors they have are salt and vinegar, barbecue sea salt and jalapeno which i do love the, jalapeno the jalapeno is probably so like, very good yeah because spicy and sweet kind of thing i think that sounds delicious yeah so these are just naturally sweet i'm okay so, with that too but they're they're somewhat healthy you know healthy as far as snacks go so have a plantain chip mm. kelly they mm. smell like bananas as you would think they only use single source dominico harton plantains they're like the Rolls Royce of plantains, according to this They're packaging. Good. Are they? Yeah. These are really good. I would eat the whole bag in one sitting. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hear that crunch? Mm. Yep. Our daily ASMR. Mm -hmm. Oh, those <laughs> are really good. I really like these. They're, they're like banana. Do you ever buy banana chips? Like sometimes they sell them in the bulk aisle. Sometimes. I'm not a huge fan of banana chips. They're too thick. To, like, they the are. So these taste like banana chips, but they're thinner. They're more yeah, like a chip. Yeah, I like chip. them. Mm. Wow, they're really good. The flavored ones have got to be really good. I think the jalapeno one is probably bomb. Mm-hmm. Because this is just like... Oh, they also have cassava strips. Is that how you that? say that? I don't know. Cassava? Cassava? I think it's cassava. It's some kind of a root plant, yeah. I believe. Okay. okay. I know I've had it. At like some restaurants and stuff. I've never cooked it, so I don't know exactly what it is. That's what it looks like. But let's see. Cassava. So naturally grain-free and nutrient-dense. This is not cassava. This is the plantain chips. Mm -hmm. This says they satisfy the crunchy sweetness you love with only good ingredients. Thinly sliced and no sugar added, our strips are the perfect upgrade for your sweet craving. I agree. They're delicious. And that's kind of nice. I like some, because like, I can crave some sweet stuff. Yeah, but 100%. Like, I don't need it to be, I don't need it to be a Cinnabon, even though I would like that. <laughs> just something that's like a little sweet sometimes is good. Sometimes I even just drink a glass of orange juice. These would even good. be good just like lightly salted, uh -huh. honestly. Like, they're so, good plain, but yeah. So it's the brand again? Artisan Tropic. So Artisan Tropic, got them in that healthy aisle, a giant. If they want to send us some more to try these flavors, I wouldn't be bad about it. Yeah, we could, we could always bring snacks with all the flavors here because mm -hmm. these are very mm -hmm. good and you know they might be pretend healthy but i like them they're probably better than potato chips or better than cinnabons yeah these so. are good i like them go check them out artisan tropic plantain strips if you guys find the flavored ones let us know where and how delicious they are and um we'll go find tom and you know see how he likes them because always bring snacks and we'll have these new snacks for our new jobs, which yeah. will be starting by the time you hear us next. Yeah, and we'll let you guys know how that is. Have a good week. Bye.